Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Live Don't you know we're talking about a revolution sounds Don't you know we're talking about a revolution sounds like a while they're standing in the welfare line crying at the doorsteps of those armies of salvation wasting another opportunity to wake up and start my day with you. We started the show off with Tracy Chapman Revolution. Some call it talking about a revolution. Things are changing globally, especially here in America. There are people around the world standing tall, standing strong, standing, not wavering against injustices, uh, prejudices, police brutality, and a history of discrimination against black Americans, black people literally around the world. So this month, I am offering my platform for this series with Liberty, Just Us for All, Freedom for Black Voices, Allowing Black Voices to Be Heard. Let's discuss the issues. Let's have those uncomfortable conversations in order to break the trends and encourage a revolution. 
Good morning to everyone who is just calling in. You can listen on your phone, 515-605-9320 will get you into the studio. We have the Ms. J area code check-in coming up in just a little bit. We also have the first sip. If you're new to the show, some fun ways for you to participate in today's show. We are streaming live right now on all platforms, wherever you want to get your podcast internationally, you can. Ms. J in the morning is on Pumps Radio, and I want to make sure to say thank you to our sponsoring organization, Pumps for Women, Inc. Congratulations to all of the new members of Pumps. Just completed our summer induction, the first time in history, in history, having a virtual induction training. I'm so excited to be a part of such an amazing organization whose mission is to empower, encourage, and support women and children around the world. If you want more information about Pumps for Women, Inc., make sure to log on to pumpsforwomen.org, P-U-M-P-S, Purpose Uplifting Mentoring Positivity and Sisterhood. Every woman deserves her pumps, and every man deserves to support his women in pumps. Again, make sure to log on to pumpsforwomen.org, P-U-M-P-S, F-O-R, women.org. I am Ms. J, and I am honored to be the host of this show on Pumps Radio, streaming on blogtalkradio.com, iTunes Podcast, Apple Podcasts, tune in, App Stitcher Radio, Podbeam, Himalaya Radio, wherever, iHeartRadio, wherever you want to get your uh, podcast stream, make sure to download the app and follow Pumps Radio. And there you'll find me live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 10 a.m. Eastern. Today's show discussing education in the black community. Again, education in the black community, the importance of education in the black community, the trends of education in the black community, making sure that we, we, we African Americans, black Americans, black people around the world are standing up and sharing the truth. There are a lot of beliefs out there about black people, black culture, black issues, black trends that are incorrect. They may be popular, but does not mean that they are correct. There are a lot of statistics out there that are proving what the truth is. There are a lot of examples out there, although they are not highlighted in the media, they may not be popular or well-known. There are tons of examples out there to show the truths about black people in America, black communities, black issues. And today we are talking about the importance of education in the black community. Make sure to tell everybody to tune in. Listen, you can call in to the studio and listen from your phone, 515-605-9320, or log on to any of those platforms. Follow Pumps Radio, and there you'll find Ms. J in the morning. We're going to get into some more music, and when we come back, we're going to participate in the first sip. Ms. J in the morning. Good morning, everyone. Wakey, wakey, it's breakfast time. Morning is upon us. It's Miss J in the morning, in the morning, in the morning. Miss J, Miss J, Miss J in the morning. Miss J, Miss J, Miss J in the morning. Cops used to come around, you know, in my neighborhood. All right, you kids, stop having so much fun. Move along. Oh, they'd arrest me, you know, especially at night. They have a curfew, right? They get to be home by 11, Negroes 12. And you'd be trying to get home, you know, doing your crew runs. They always would catch you out in front of a store or something. Because you'd be taking shortcuts, right? Cops. Put your hands up, black boy. I don't want to hurt nobody. We just came here to party. See a few dames exchange some names. I'm a top shot, the kid stay in your lane. The cop shot, the kid, same old thing. Pour out a little liquor, champagne for pain. Slap boxing in the street. Crack the hygiene in the heat. Cop cars on the creek. Doing they roundups, we just watch for the sweet. 
yeah. It's hotter than July. It's the summer when it's die. It's the summer when it's ride. Together we'll be strong, but forever we divide. So y'all are blowing my high. Type with that's killing my vibe. White kids are brought in alive. Black kids get hit with like five. Get scared, you panic, you going down. The disadvantages of the brown. How in the hell the parents gonna bury their own kids, not the other way around? Reminds me of Emmett Till. Let's remind them why Cat Neal. Stay tuned up and down your timeline. This fake news, people, is all lying. Money is being made when a mom cries. Won't be satisfied till we all die. Tell me who do we call to report crime. It's 911 doing a drive-by. It's certain things I can't abide by. I ain't being extreme, this is my side. Talking big, ready to die. I know every story got two sides. Claiming he's paranoid by the black guy. Cop wanna make a home by nighttime. Just a good kid, he wasn't that guy. Had a little head, he wasn't that high. Cops gon' claim that it was self-defense Say he was riding dirty so the case rent Working nine to five Trying to stay alive Making ends meet Shot him this week What up everybody, it's your boy DJ Meister One And I'm listening to my home girl Miss J in the morning. Yeah, 
fine. Strong and feeble in mind. I say reading the sign. Talib Kweli get by a great throwback right here on Miss J in the morning right before that. Cop shot the kid by Nas. A lot of East Coast hip hop starting your show off, starting your morning off, starting the day off right right here. This series continuing with Liberty Just Us for All. Freedom for Black Voices discussing education in the black community today. Those of you who are tuning in, thank you and good morning. I am Ms. J and you have locked yourself into one of the best morning shows in the world. We stream in over 10 countries globally, over 20 territories around the world. And I am excited for all of my brothers and sisters, black, white, purple, green, blue, orange, yellow, and anywhere in between, thank you for supporting and continuing to listen. Thank you for being in purpose. Thank you for being in a positive position. Thank you for being supportive. And on today, I want you, if you haven't done it before, to participate in the first sip. The first sip is an opportunity for you to celebrate you for us to join together to give ourselves a pat on the back. So many times we are so used to getting up, starting our day, being on our routine, getting things done, getting the kids together, getting the husband together, getting the wife together, getting the pets together, getting on the job, logging on, logging off, turning over, fussing, arguing, and all these things, we tend to forget to take a moment, give yourself a pat on the back. Yet maybe you haven't reached the goal yet. But at least you have a mind to. At least you have a plan in place. At least you're moving forward and progressing in that plan. Yeah, you may have fallen off the wagon, but you're learning lessons. You're getting stronger. You're gaining wisdom. You have accomplished a lot. You made it through the night. Some people didn't. You made it to see another day. Some people did not have that gift. I love that quote. I don't know where it originated from, but I know it's been repeated in my life by the elders, and I repeat it, and I love it. And the quote says, today is a gift, so remember to be present. You get that? Today is a gift, so remember to be present. So the first step is an opportunity for you to just check yourself. Check yourself. Check how are you feeling? How are you doing? Be present in the moment and say, you know what? I am great. I am amazing. I am powerful. I am successful. I am prosperous. I am living in abundance. I am wise. I am accomplishing my goals. I am worthy of the life that I desire and dream of. So with the first sip, those of you who listen to the show all the time, you know the best part of Ms. J waking up. It's coffee in my cup, and I'm telling y'all, I didn't take a pre-sip. So this first sip on today is very, very important. I need this first <laughs> But if you don't drink coffee, it's okay. Maybe you have tea, juice, water, milk, smoothies. Maybe it's happy hour where you are. Maybe you have a little libation. Maybe you're having a mimosa. No judgment. It's a judgment-free zone. But in this moment, I want you to raise your mug, your glass, your cup, your tumbler, I don't care what it is, your jug, raise it to you and say cheers and salute to another day. Say cheers and salute to me. No, not to Miss J, to you. Put your name right there. Cheers and salute to me on this day, and we'll take a first sip together. Mm. Oh, and I always double up. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, it's so good, so great, so amazing, and how are you after that? Congratulations on participating in the first sip, Ms. J, in the morning. I'm going to tell y'all right now. Now, this cup of coffee that I made today, I had to rush to make the coffee. I had to rush. It was hard for me getting out of bed, too. It's hard for me to roll over, but you guys are so important to me. I am so inspired. You are the spark. You are the flame that gets me going, and I had to do it. But I rushed to make this cup of coffee. And I thought that maybe it would be a little bit off. But, see, when you love coffee the way that I love coffee, mm-hmm, 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 <laughs> comes out just right. And it's just what I needed on today. Good morning to everyone who is just tuning in. We're continuing the series on today with Liberty, Just Us for All, Freedom for Black Voices, discussing education in the black community. Now, 
we've already established the facts. I don't want to continue to go over and over and over again what has already been displayed. Whether you know the percentages and the statistics, we all know that black Americans, black Americans, African Americans, black people in America are discriminated against, have been discriminated against, has a history of being put down, put out, killed, executed, tried to be snuffed out, and we keep coming back. I'm telling you, we're great. We're amazing. Amazing people. Amazing people accomplish amazing things. So when it comes to education, the statistics aren't really surprising. The statistics aren't surprising. There is systemic... Seeing surprising and then going into systemic uh, was a challenge for me. So there is systemic racism. There are systems in place, systems in the public education sector that have been set up to keep black people where the nation originally wanted them to be, separated, down, less than, inferior. And I myself, sharing my personal story, knew these facts uh, not only growing up, as a young black kid in America, but even as a mother having a parent, I knew the statistics. I knew in the public school system that the majority of black children are in areas that have less teachers, uh, less resources, that black children do not receive the exact same education as other races. I knew that. I knew it. I knew it. It has been a trend since I was coming up back in the 80s and 90s. It's been a trend to know that there are ghettos in America. And in the ghettos, we know that the school systems there that have minority children, children that are of lower income, impoverished communities, impoverished neighborhoods, receive those type of schools and those type of administrators that truly don't care. We know that the statistics in history have shown that teachers often have lower expectations for African-American students, even if they are not in the ghettos, even if they are in the schools that are in the neighborhoods that receive more uh, resources. We know that there's affirmative action, but statistics are proving that those trends through K through 12, that means kindergarten all the way up to high school, the most important part of a child's educational development, K through 12, the area that will set the trajectory of their lives, the area that will determine if they're going to be a successful uh, law-abiding citizen. Uh, if you guys don't know, there is the, the preschool to prison, school to prison pipeline for black children statistics show. And I tell everybody listening to the show, do the fact-checking. Statistics show that by the, by the time an African-American child by the time an African-American child reached third grade, reaches the third grade, there is already a sale, a sale in prison, a prison sale, a jail sale built, prepared for that child, whether it's male or female. Yes, 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 yes. Private prisons, the United States government uses statistics, uses test scores, which we can't even get into all of those statistics. I mean, there's hundreds of them out there about testing being rigged, uh, testing being changed, testing uh, contributing to the failure, educational failures of black children. All these statistics are out there and proven by the U.S. government. This is not, you know, some conspiracy theory. This is not just what black people like to say, to say we don't get enough. It is proven. It is true. It has been admitted that African-American children, black children, have been targeted. And so by the time the child gets to the third grade, statistics already show that they are, when I say they, the American government, the private prison and jail jail system sector, you know, all of that criminal stuff is already prepared for them, saying this child will at one point be in jail and or be in prison. So what we, when I say we, I'm talking to black parents, have to do is take control of that. And I want to go ahead and give this disclaimer. I am a homeschooling parent, and I support homeschooling. I support taking your child out of the public school system. We have to talk about that a little bit later. On today, we want to talk about more general statistics to, you know, make you aware. You know, this series is not just about 
you know, airing out dirty laundry. It's about making sure that you're aware, making sure that you're educated on the truths that are happening. We understand that there are differences, not just with other races. There are differences within our own community that some black people are unaware of the truths about what is truly happening in our culture, in our country, in our nation, in the world. And so I want to make sure that you are educated, that you are aware, that you understand what's going on, that you are hearing the truth and hearing voices from us about us. So just to share a few from uh, uncf.org, the unitednegrocollegefund.org is a reputable organization that comes together to assist children in attending college. Now, the UNCF, the United Negro College Fund, uh, is decades old. I remember growing up being excited and being hot, you know, seeing the UNCF awards and seeing the stories about children graduating from high school, making it through the odds, and getting scholarships to HBCUs, Historically Black Colleges University. I am the product of an HBCU. I actually received a book scholarship from UNCF. I am excited to share that despite all that has gone on, despite even me growing up in the ghettos of Northern California, Stockton, California, to be more precise, that has been deemed the murder capital of the nation, growing up in that city, growing up in that environment, you know, you know, bullets uh, flying over my head, gunshots, drive-bys, you know, gu- uh, gang activity, drug activity right in front of me growing up while I'm walking to the bus stop, being bused to school, witnessing people and students being murdered across the street from the school, fights and violence and all of that such a young age is very traumatizing. And a lot of students have gone through even worse than I did in other states. But understanding and experiencing those type of roadblocks, those type of mental and spiritual attacks still made it through and was able to attend college and succeed in life. And not making excuses for anyone else, but take a moment for yourself. Take a moment and just think if you grew up and every day you heard gunshots, if you grew up in a constant conversation with who died, if you grew up and all you saw most of the time on the corner was people trying to raise money for funerals, if you grew up and the trend was whose T-shirt you were going to wear, a memorial T-shirt, in memory of, if you grew up and that's what you had to think about as a child, growing up in a single-parent home, having to be a child and raising your siblings, not being able to just live as a kid and be able to experience life. If you grew up in a neighborhood where you got to walk by murder scenes and crime scenes and you grew up knowing the difference between, you know, gunshots and and those type of things, and not just in hunting, not just in, in understanding ammunition or growing up in a military family, but growing up to see these crimes, growing up to see Uh, drug transactions in front of you and still have to go to school and focus. You know, coming from a low-income home and not having the breakfast you need. You know, having breakfast at school uh, when I was coming up was a privilege. You know, all schools didn't offer breakfast, and now that's why states and the the federal government are doing things in, in certain areas in school to make sure that meals are available for children, because how can you focus in school? How can you sit quiet when your stomach is hurting because you haven't eaten, when you haven't slept, because mom and dad are arguing or there there was a drive-by and, and you're afraid and you didn't sleep and now you have to go to school and you don't know what's going to happen. So with all of those statistics and knowing that, and I'm talking about in elementary school, I'm not just talking about in high school, there are a lot of statistics out there to show that a lot of black children, the majority of black children, struggle K through 12. African-American students are less likely than white students to have access to college-ready courses. The statistics show 2011-2012, only 57% of black students have access to a full range of math and science courses necessary for college readiness, compared to 81% of Asian American students and 71% of white students. Another statistic, even when black students do have access to honors or advanced placement courses, they are vastly disrepresented in these courses. Black and Latino students represent only 38% of students that offer AP courses, advanced placement, 
but only 29% of students enrolled in at least one AP course. Black and Latino students also have less access to gifted and talented education programs than white students. African-American students are often located in schools with less qualified teachers with lower salaries and novice teacher, meaning inexperienced. Research has also shown evidence of systemic bias in teachers' expectations for African-American students. Non-black teachers were found to have lower expectations of black students than black teachers. African-American students are less likely to be college-ready. In fact, 61% of ACT-tested black students in the 2015 high school graduating class. Of course, you guys, this is a sidebar. You know that the census are only every four years. So that's why we're doing another one now. So this is 2015. Um, so the ACT tested black students in 2015 high school graduating class met none, none of the four ACT college readiness benchmarks, nearly twice the 31% rate for all students. These are proven. These are statistics. And I, I mean, there's so many. I can just keep going on and on and on and on and on. But I wanted to make sure that we understand, that we hear it, that we know that the public school system is not set up for African-American student success. It's not. It's not set up that way. But there is still hope. By all of that, black education is still on the rise. Now, this is what makes it so amazing for me. This is what makes me proud to be a part of such a powerful and strong culture that despite all of these statistics that have gone on for decades, despite all of the trials and tribulations that we have gone through, African-American females are the most, the highest educated in the nation. Yes. More students, more students, 25 years and older, that are black, have bachelor's degrees. The percentages are rising. 23.9% of African Americans, 25 years and older, have a bachelor's degree or higher. What that means is, despite everything that has been pinned against us, Despite everything that is coming against us, uh, fighting against us, trying to hold us down, we still fight back, and we fight back with success. We get the education. So the images that are put out there that black uh, a lot of black students and black people are not educated, we're uneducated, uh, we're lazy, uh, we don't have this, we don't have that, we are thugs, uh, you know, a lot of movies show, pimps and prostitutes. Uh, strippers, and all of this stuff, uh, the images do not match up with the outcome. Now, based on the statistics alone for K-12, through I would expect that the majority of us, the majority of black people will be what the media portrays us to be. But contrary to what popular belief is, contrary to the popular belief, the majority of African Americans who are adults are well-educated. But Let's continue to talk about this a little bit right after we get to some music. It's Ms. J in the morning. Good morning to everyone who is tuning in. We're discussing education in the black community. This series with Liberty, Just Us For All, Freedom for Black Voices. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We have the Miss J Area Code check-in coming up. Don't worry, we got some more show coming up. We got some more show. We got some more show. But we're going to get into some more music, break it up a bit. So, uh, again, let everybody know in your area to call into the studio, 515-605-9320. When you call in, I write down your area code. It's my opportunity to say thank you, give you a shout-out, also give you a laugh. So <laughs> let's get back to some music here. Dead prayers, no way as the way. More music and more Miss J in the morning right after this. My way might not be your way, but it's okay. It's alright. Your way might not be my way. I used to go to church, but the church didn't quench my thirst. Mama taught me to put God first. 
but she never tried to block my search. I was curious, young but serious. Why is religion so mysterious? Why is black life so hard? They say you're not supposed to question God. Well, is it okay to question the pastor? Was it passed down from the slave master? It was only the truth I was after, but I never could get a straight answer. So I couldn't relate to the sermon. Put down the Bible, then I start learning about life. Didn't know where the path would lead, but I had to get off my knees. Filled with the five percenters On the guard within us, it's no limits Studied the Matthew Netta from Kimmich All saw remembers Smoked herb with the Rastafarians Grew my locks, became a vegetarian Following the Tao, filling with the Baba Lao Jewels being handed to an innocent child My mind is a Buddhist temple The truth is simple, I try to be principled Walking with a warrior spirit Ain't nothing like learning from first-hand life experience I'm a realist, that's all I deal with Respect and truth, that's all I build with A child of the universe My religion is life and it's just as valid I strive for balance window instead of living off the land with my kinfolk is there even a master plan an unseen hand is god a man some say that's sacrilegious same folks selling us lies about christmas santa claus and the easter bunny just so the capitalists can make money they say god will take care of it but you a terrorist if you say the same thing in arabic it's so hypocritical it's a miracle listen to the message of the spirituals wade in the water i'm following miss tubman and that turn i'm praying for my freedom and headed for the border
started when I was nine years old. Woke up and daddy was gone. I started hustling and they couldn't tell me nothing. Hunting in the hood trying to be somebody. My soul was on empty. I was searching for something. Tried to be good. Tried to keep from trouble. Living too fast. Trying to make good on a hustle. What up, everybody? It's your boy, DJ Maestro One, and I'm listening to my home girl, Miss J, in the morning. Wakey, wakey! It's breakfast time! Morning is upon us. It's Miss J, in the morning. In the morning. In the morning. Good morning, everyone. It's Ms. J in the morning talking about education in the black community. This series for the entire month of June with Liberty Just Us for All Freedom for Black Voices, making sure black voices are heard on this platform. Now, those of you I got, you know, I got people sliding in my DMs. I wouldn't even call it hate mail. Like, I call it agitation which means we as a people, me, we are doing what we're supposed to do. People are getting agitated. People are getting uncomfortable. People get angry and upset when you break the routine, when you take them out of the systems they are comfortable in. So those of you who feel as if this series is only highlighting black people, well, of course, 
I don't want to follow the trends of people having to give a disclaimer to say, of course, we know that all lives matter. We are not saying that only black lives matter. But if you want to be biblical, if you, you know, don't want to be biblical, we understand that if there is only one race, one culture, one people that is being pushed on, killed, executed, I mean, discriminated against. I mean, everything that is true about black people, we do not ignore those facts. We do not help those people. We do not help the race because everyone else is there. Everyone else comes together to support. So all lives matter can be equal. Black people are fighting for equality, fighting for equality. I was watching the OWN Network, Oprah Winfrey, did a series with a, a lot of prominent black leaders in entertainment and education across the nation. And uh, forgive me for not even writing his name down because I'm only using him for a reference. I didn't even plan on talking about it on the show. Uh, but one of the gentlemen that participated uh, was stating that, you know, a lot of his non-black friends, particularly his white friends, were saying, what can I do? to help. What can I do? I, I agree that Black Lives Matter. I'm here for it. I, I don't like it. And he said something that really pierced my mind and pierced my heart. And he said, I don't want non-Black people to march and protest simply out of embarrassment. Don't be fueled. I don't want embarrassment to be your fuel to say Black Lives Matter. I want you to make sure that you are fighting for equality. There are a lot of people, he highlights, that are out there protesting purely because they are embarrassed of the facts, embarrassed of the knowledge and the truth, uncomfortable about the way the system is set up and the privileges that they have. And now that they're more educated and part of a newer generation and, and seeing and feeling sorry for what is going on and witnessing such cruelty, you can be against cruelty, you can be against police brutality, but are you for equality? Will you fight for me to make the same amount of money that you make? Will you fight for my child to have the same privileges as your child? Would you fight for my family to live in the same neighborhood that you live in? And that's what you have to ask yourself if you're really, really, really for all lives mattering. Are you out there protesting, sharing, discussing because you just know that it's wrong and you're against cruelty? Yes, you can be against cruelty, but what we are fighting on, what the vision truly is, what the revolution is uh, revealing in this moment is that we are not equal. We have not been treated equal. We do not have equal rights. Laws and policies and systems are set up against African Americans and blacks succeeding. So with that being said, I challenge you, if you are not black, I challenge you, if you know that this is wrong, if you know, to ask yourself, am I only against the cruelty or am I for the equality? Am I truly for all lives mattering? All lives matter, then all lives need to be created equal, treated equally, have equal opportunity. And if so, then I need to use my privileges, my resources, my position to change the policies, the laws, and the systems that are in place that are contrary to what I am for. Today we're talking about education in the black community. And before we do that, I want to celebrate all of you, all of you who are asking questions and jumping in my DMs and, and, and engaging in conversations on social media. I want to challenge you to stand up, ask yourself that question. But in this moment, I also want to give you a shout out for allowing yourself to be uncomfortable. It's when you're uncomfortable that you gain wisdom, you gain knowledge, you learn lessons. I want to celebrate you for standing up and saying, you know what, I believe the hype. But today I want to make a difference. So what I'm going to do is the Ms. J area code check-in and break it up a little bit. We're going to talk a little bit more about education towards the end of the show. So don't worry. Don't stress out. Those of you who want to participate, good morning. <laughs> Those of you who want to participate, call in and listen. 
515-605-9320. Again, 515-605-9320. Call into the studio. I see your phone number. I write down your area code and, you know, give you opportunity to laugh. Sometimes we need to break up the tension. Sometimes we need to take a deep breath. Sometimes, you know, you just need a good laugh. I have a psychology background, and so I always love to share psychological facts spiritual facts, facts that will help you and get you motivated, get you up, get you starting your day and thinking about something different. So, you know, don't take life too seriously. There are some serious things going on, some serious issues, but you always need to take time to just laugh. Laughter has been proven to release endorphins that reduces stress, lowers your blood pressure, also burns calories. Yes. So it helps you lose weight. (laughs) Laughing is healthy for you. Laughter actually lifts your face, lifts your face, tighten it. A natural, you know, facelift for us ladies, even some men that need it. I mean, little laugh lines around your eyes are cute. Don't worry about that. I'd rather have laugh lines than saggy face, right? So laughter is good for the soul, good for the body, good for the heart. Get you up, get you going, and, and releases those endorphins like a little, you know, espresso shot. So the midday area code check-in does all that for you, does all that for you, give you an opportunity to laugh, give you an opportunity to dance, give you an opportunity to groove, and gives me opportunity to give you a shout-out. So I write down your area code, put it in a way that it's supposed to sound like a rap, and those of you who are not new to the show and listen, you know that I have a problem. I, I don't have bars. I have bars of soap. But I don't rap. It never works out. I hardly ever get it right. I don't stay on beat, and that's okay, just as long as I give a shout-out to everybody who called in. So now, now, now it's time for the Miss J. Area Code. Hey, 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 dance with it. It's the Miss J. Area Code check-in, and I want to say what's up to everybody who has called in. Here we go, here we go, here we go, yo. To the 916, to the 209, and the 864, and the 310, and the 510, and the 770, 678, and the 404, the 843, and the 817, and the 786, and the 
of education in the black community for K through 12. If you want to do fact checking, you want to find more research, you want to find out why you, how you can help, <laughs> uh, make sure to log on to uncf.org, uncf, uncf.org, the United Negro College Fund. Uh, find out more information. Uh, there you can find a lot of statistics. There you can find links to the U.S. Department of Education Office for Civil Rights. Uh, you can find education about uh, the American School Counselor Association. You can find tons of information that will help keep you informed. I want to make sure that you guys understand that black education is on the rise. So despite all of the facts and the data that we have about the public school system, there are, there are evidences that we are resilient as a black people. We, there is still hope. We are hopeful. We are powerful. And we are making changes. So let's not use this as an excuse and say, because of this, I can't. Say, because of this, let's be honest, it may be a challenge. It may take more. It may take something different. It may take something new, but I still can. And to all of the parents out there of black children, all of the black families that are preparing your children for success, I am 100% for education. And I was in the same position that you were in. My son went through the public school system, and I saw a trend. I saw that my son was going through the pipeline. I saw my son being ignored educationally. Yes, we had some great teachers. Yes, we went to some amazing schools. We were uh, one of the few who had an opportunity to not go to school in the ghettos. We had an opportunity to be in schools that had greater resources, that had a mixed culture of children. The demographics were great, and my son was treated well. I cannot stand and say that I received any direct discrimination from any of the schools he attended in the first few years of elementary school for him. But now that we're in middle school, right at the tip of uh, elementary school, I took my son out of the public school system. I took control of my son's education and became a homeschooling mom. And I know that there are a lot of beliefs about homeschooling, but a lot of those are incorrect. The U.S., the United States government, has proven statistics, the Office of Education, that children who are homeschooled are nearly two times more likely to succeed and be accepted into college and universities. There are tons of statistics pro-homeschool, and I don't want to go into that. I actually do a workshop helping parents understand how to start homeschooling their children in the U.S. Uh, we can discuss that on a whole nother level. I think we'll do a part two about education in the black community and discuss public school versus uh, homeschool. It is not for everyone, but I truly believe, this is my personal belief, that it is for black children. I truly believe that we need to take more control over the education of our children, and in doing so, there is support. There are grants. Yes, there will be sacrifices. Yes, there will be changes. We lived in two different states during this time. So, yes, there were times where I considered maybe I should just put them back into school because a lot of people believe that children who are homeschooled just stay home all the time and do nothing, and that is completely incorrect. My son still takes classes on a campus. My son still is going through the different milestones like uh, science camp and those type of things. My son actually has more access to more resources now that we, we are a homeschooling family than he did in the public school system and succeeding far beyond what the trajectories are or expectations are for his trajectory or uh, matriculation through schools through his educational career in public school. He is doing exceptionally well. He is already in the fifth grade, now he's in seventh grade, but in the fifth grade, he was already taking college prep courses. And what was expected of him was far beyond any other fifth grader in America because of the curriculums that are in place by the federal government. So with that being said, I'm going to get off homeschool for a minute. You guys know that's, that's, that's the part where I'm on fire. I'm on fire for it. But I want everyone to know that is listening right now that black students matter, black education matters. 
And I want all of the African-American black families who are listening, do not let your immediate circumstances dictate what your future is or the future of your children. Just because you didn't have the opportunity or you couldn't take advantage of the opportunity or you did not succeed the way you want to does not mean that your children are doomed. It does not mean the next generation can't do it. Just because it took you a long time to get where you are doesn't mean that you cannot go back to school. My mother, who was a guest on the show, Ms. Gwendolyn Daly, if you want to uh, go back to the archives, we discussed hope in the black community, is a prime example of that. My mother was a high school dropout, dropped out of school in 10th grade, dropped out of school in 10th grade, had me at the tender age of 19. At the tender age of 19, she had me a high school dropout, now a mother at 19 years old, went back to school, got, got her GED and Job Corps, uh, succeeded and had great jobs, but she would tell her story. I'm just going to share it briefly, that she knew she needed more in life and made a vow to my grandmother, her mom, that she would go back to school. And at 48 years old, 48 years old, she received her first degree. Now my mother has just turned 57 this past April, and now she is a candidate, a doctoral candidate. She's going back to school for her doctorate. Not only did she get her associate's degree, she got her bachelor's of arts degree, and she received her master's after the age of 48. So those of you who are older and saying, I can't do it, I mean, there are tons of examples of men and women going back to school in their elder years. It is never too late for you to get the education that you desire. It is never too late for you to brush up. I mean, you may have a degree. I mean, I, I have been to college. I have a degree. I mean, there are things that I still need to learn. So I got certificates. I went back to school. There is nothing wrong with you customizing your education. Just make sure you get it. We're at the end of the show today, you guys, and I want to make sure that we continue this conversation. I want to make sure that we continue to shine a light on, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel, to not just harp on all of the bad things that are going on, but to discuss all of the opportunities through this. Let's discuss all of the blessings that are happening. Let's discuss all the things that can be done, that will be done, and that shall be done in the black community. It's Miss J in the morning, and it's a beautiful, beautiful day. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I am excited. It's the weekend, so I will not be back live until Monday. But again, you can download any app that you want, Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, iTunes Podcast, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, App Stitcher Radio, Podbeam, Himalaya Radio, and listen to Pumps Radio. There you will find me, all the archive show. You can go back and brush up this weekend. You need some positivity in your ear. You need to turn off the TV screen. Make sure to listen. Again, it's a beautiful day, and it's a beautiful thing, and I can't wait to talk to you in the morning. We're ending the show with Molly Music. It's beautiful. You guys have a great day. And I will talk to you in the morning. It's a blessing to see peace.
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.